Hello, hello. Still alive again. You know, was it like part 20 during Corona hours? Man, California is on another lockdown. And the mayor dude is just, I don't know what's going on with him, banning churches and stuff, but from singing. It's kind of crazy if you think about it, but you know, I guess, uh, I guess this shit is uh, getting even more crazy, but I mean, who knows, man? Who knows what's going on? Um, so, you know, with the NBA, there's a lot of like new stuff coming out, you know, Aladipo sitting out, uh, Landry Shamit. Gets uh, coronavirus. I mean, a lot of the Nets players get coronavirus and stuff. So things are getting kind of interesting. But I mean, it's just scrimmages right now. I I guess they pushed it back. I originally thought the season would start like what July eighth, but I guess it's uh, starting like August first, something like that. Man, you know, with the help of my my amigo Google, they would see that. But yeah, I kind of want to let's see start off Whew. with um, I guess the Warriors. You know, now you're probably thinking, you know, why why are you talking about the Warriors? You know, like like they're not gonna be in the playoffs. Well, you know, for next season, you know, for me personally, I think it's time to. Uh, if I were the Warriors, I would trade Draymond Green next season. You know, and the reason for that is, you know, I feel like um, I feel like something internally is going on with the Warriors, but they're just keeping on the hush-hush right now. You know, ever since, you know, Draymond Green is on that clutch sports right now, when you when you associate when you think of clutch sports, you I'm automatically associate with LeBron James. You've been on it Taco Tuesday and all of this oh, other. Right, I mean everyone knows, you know LeBron James runs clutch sports, but it's you know under the premise that no, it's like you know Rich Paul and stuff. But the reason why they're so big is because of LeBron James, you know. So and to be and they're. Just associated 100% with LeBron James. So, you know, you can just theoretically go off from there that, you know, dude, LeBron James' best friend, it's LeBron James stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I saw that video of uh, Draymond Green talking about, like, how LeBron James is arguably, you know, the greatest of them all. It's like his record's flaws and stuff. I think it's also, man, like, like, what happened to this guy? Like, this guy went from, you know, talking real, real spicy to LeBron James, like, calling him, you know, he's a B. And LeBron James coming off that holier than thou stuff, like, you know what? Uh, don't call me that. You know, I'm a father of three. Like, what does that got to do with anything? You know, I've always wondered that. Like, what does that got to do with anything? Like, so what? Like, you know, talk back and stuff. Like, like, 
he doesn't condone this kind of stuff. Like, man, that's that's kind of weak, you know. But that's another topic for another day. But there's something going on. I feel like I think like you know with Draymond Green liking the whole like Aisha tweet thing and how she, how like she's fake and stuff. Like, why would you why would you like that? Like, you know. That's, isn't that your, like your boy? Like, you know, one of the teams you go to war with, like Steph Curry, like stuff like that, man. You know, ever since, like, I kind of, it felt kind of off when he went on to that Maverick Carter show where they're just talking mass, mad stuff about, you know, Steph Curry, yeah. Second and rebounds, first and blah, 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 blah. So Scotty covered all these other bases. You know, it's just like the Warriors. Like, the world knows Steph can't fucking play defense. Steph can't go. I'm 38, haven't played a, a decent game of basketball in, in probably 18 years. So I was 20. <laughs> Steph would have trouble guarding me. But it's defense and stuff. I was like, dude, like, how? They're like talking actual trash about Steph Curry's defense right in front of Draymond Green. And Draymond Green, he doesn't defend Steph Curry whatsoever. Like, from what I remember, he doesn't defend. Like, he's like, oh, you know, Steph Curry, they be with the high Steph Curry on defense and whatnot and stuff. And I'm like, well, first of all, there's a, there's a misconception of Steph Curry's defense. Steph Curry is average. LeBron is just, you see LeBron's hairline falling back, he's just stressing out. Curry doesn't have a single gray. Damn, Curry doesn't have a single gray hair in his body. He just has perfect skin. His hairline is not receding at all. Man, I'm so blessed to watch this. You know, defense, right? Like you can see him. He actually tries, and so it's just that, you know, he just doesn't have the athleticism, and he has poor foot placements and stuff. So, so he gets tripped up a lot of times, like on his own feet. But he actually tries. I mean. You know, he plays the passing lanes one on two to get steals. You know, sometimes he'll he'll have some good stops, but it's average to say the least. Now I'm not saying Steph Curry's like a world beater or whatever in regards to defense, but he he actually tries. Like by all like metrics and stuff, like if you actually measure his defense, it's just average. I mean, and that's the best you can ask for Steph Curry, you know what I'm saying? Like dudes on a constant moving on offense and like running and stuff like most of his energy is going to be on offense. That shot just gives me butterflies, man. Kind of makes me blush, too, when he does that, bro. But, you know, ever since that, it, was, it kind of struck me as odd. Like, I'm like, huh. You know, I think... I think, like, Draymond Green's time is uh, over with the Warriors. Like, like, he got paid, and yeah, that's about that. I mean, there's... There's essentially no, not much loyalty in the NBA nowadays. I mean, my my opinion, I think that Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, um, they will be warrior lifers. Now, Draymond Green, on the other hand, like, not so much. I mean, when you think about the Splash Brothers, there's only two people. I mean, it's Klay Thompson, Steph Curry. <clears throat> now, for them to win, you know, a championship in the next couple seasons, I think Draymond Green has got to go. Because, like, you know, ever since, because, you know, going off as um, two seasons ago, 
ever since, you know, Draymond Green blew up on Kevin Durant, there was an issue and rumors going on that, you know, that Warriors were willing to trade Draymond Green to keep Kevin Durant. And there's going to be like a lot of issues of who's going to get paid this season. If Kevin Durant gets paid, Draymond Green wouldn't get paid the max and he was looking for the max and he signed clutch sports during that time. And, you know, people are thinking that, you know, why would you sign Kevin, like Draymond Green over Kevin Durant? You know what I'm saying? Like Kevin Durant is basically the best player on the team. So why would you, you know, sign an inferior player compared to uh, uh, another one just based off of what's it called? Based off them being long, like a longer tenure and you being drafted by the Warriors, like, they're just going off that that kind of logic, right? You know, then drama comes out. That spat between Kevin Durant and Draymond Green happened where he denied him the ball for some odd reason. And I guess it was just boiling down. It was like it was just like a breaking point for Kevin Durant. Like, you know what? I'm out of here. Like, I ain't got to deal with this stuff. And then later, which ironically forced, you know, Kevin Durant out. And gets the relationship you had with Draymond Green speak to whether or not that had any impact whatsoever in your decision to leave Golden State. Yeah, I wish that wouldn't have happened. I feel like uh, that was a situation that definitely could have been avoided. It really came out of nowhere. Yeah, because I didn't I don't recall the answer to this question. Did that play a role in you leaving Golden State? A little bit. Yeah, for sure. Draymond Green paid and stuff. So. It's going to. Like for me, I think like there's some internal like internally going on where any can be the same anymore between uh, Draymond Green and Steph Curry because like dude, why would you like that tweet? Like it kind of like it comes, it's gonna bring him drama. I already know the whole precedent. It's gonna be like oh you know like it was it was an accidental like and stuff whatnot. And, you know, it's all, you know, swept under the rug. You know, Steph Curry and, and I, you know, we made up. This is very insulting, not only for Steph Curry, but as Steph Curry fans as well, bro. Like, this is just, what is this, man? Who made this song? This is this is not nice. This is very mean. You just say It's going to be all that kind of messy stuff. I think... Stuff like that breaks up teams and stuff, and you know internally, I think it's over for the Warriors if unless they get rid of Draymond Green. Like we seen what Draymond Green did, you know this season, like you know averaging triple single. Hey, Shaq, well, uh, Draymond don't talk as much since he's having that triple single. <laughs> <laughs> what a triple single. <laughs> and whatnot, like, look, Draymond Green. People will say like his impact is overrating the Warriors. You know, in a way, I kind of agree. Like, dude, it's, it's kind of easy to just focus on defense and you know bring the ball up, playing that role when you have two of the greatest shooters you know of all time, and you know su- running a super efficient you know offense. But, 
you know, now that you have the team on your own, like, you know, what did you do now? Like, you weren't really the same player as you were with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, right? So, so now, you know, I feel like Draymond Green is a little bit more expendable now, which is why this is the best time to trade him because, like, you know, people are going to be trading based off his name. And, you know, there's certain, like, players that you can probably replace Draymond Green with. Whether they get to that or not, it remains to be seen. I mean, like, what what kind of, like, the Warriors like to play small, right? I mean, Draymond Green, maybe he gets traded to, I don't know, like, Orlando for, for I don't know, Aaron Gordon. Just throwing it out there, something like that. I mean, Aaron Gordon's always been, like, a tweener between, like, a small four and power four. Same thing as Draymond Green. He can play, play the Draymond Green role to the lesser extent. I mean, just be a third option with Steph and Clay. I mean, we don't know how Steph... Wait, I mean, Clay. I think Steph, there's no nerve injury on his hand, but it's not oh, his non-shooting hand. I think it should be fine. Um, Clay Thompson, we don't know how he's going to look like with his ACL tear. But, you know, with extra rest, I think he should be good. You know, Draymond Green, you swap it for, I don't know, Aaron Gordon. Because Orlando, they try and get rid of Aaron Gordon, I think. They're, I think they're going to roll with... Jonathan Isaac, who's going to be pretty good. Um, maybe they can uh, get Aaron Gordon and, you know, Mo Bamba for Draymond Green. I mean, who knows? I mean, Orlando's been lacking kind of like that guard play. I mean, it, it's been good because they've gotten faults for their, for their future guard play. But, you know, maybe, you know, they put Draymond Green to help alleviate some of that ball handling duty with, with faults. You know, Jonathan Isaac, Vucevic. I don't know, just throwing it out there. I mean, who else, you know, can they even trade for? That's just throwing it out there. You know, maybe they do do it. You know, I think Aaron Gordon can fit with the Warriors, and then they draft what Jonathan and Wiseman. And then we'll see what happens with uh, the championship run if they can either offload Wiggins or Wiggins turns it around because who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Like for me, like Draymond Green kind of crossed the line right there in a way with Steph Curry where, dude, like, that's your boy. Like, why would you say stuff? Why would you do something like that? That's that's just my take. Like, you know, stuff like that builds over and over in the season and then there's something that's going to snap. And Draymond's a little pretty emotional person. But, you know, ever since that clutch sports signing, like, He's been on that favor and on that side of LeBron James. So, you know, kudos to LeBron James, I guess, for uh, for slowly taking over the Warriors locker room and, and messing up their chemistry. Let's see. You know, you know, with the new coronavirus uh, updates for the Nets, we got Dinwiddie, we got DeAndre Jordan, 
those are two people. KD already had it. Uh, Kyrie. Let's see, Kyrie. He's off, you know, to his own land and stuff. Now it's just like what a bunch of like G leaguers and stuff with Karis Levert. And I gotta say, this thing only helps out the Sixers, in my opinion. Like to say, trust the process. Like, yeah, the Sixers, like, what, six seed? I'm thinking the Nets drop, like, all their games and stuff. They're going to drop out the playoffs. The Wizards will make the eighth seed. And I think the Sixers move up to the fifth seed to play against Miami. Now, In the first round, it was going to be pretty tough for the Sixers. I mean, this only benefits the Sixers. Like, dude, I don't know what's up with the Sixers. I feel like they just have too much talent to fail sometimes. Like, I see their talent. You know, Ben Simmons and B, that combo can work. I've said it before. Like, like, dude, like, these guys have so much potentials to be, you know, better than they actually are. Yep. Partially blame that on coaching. Well, actually, no, I mostly blame that on coaching and stuff. Like, dude, like they they're putting them in schemes and off offensive, you know, actions and plays where they don't really benefit off of each other and stuff. I mean, you tell me these dudes can't pick and roll with each other and, and whatnot. You're telling me you can't put Ben Sims in cutting situations where he in his rookie year was was doing pretty well with just cuts and averaging like what 16 points and like I don't understand I think that was like during the time where his second season where he had Mike D'Antoni as their offensive coordinator I don't know or his first year I don't remember but Mike D'Antoni was on, was on one of their um, staffs one of the seasons and and they're doing pretty well. I mean, you're telling me you can't put those two into, um, you know, favorable s schemes? Like, I don't understand. You know, you got Tobias Harris, who's all-star caliber. You got Al Horford, who's veteran presence. But, you know, ever since uh, he was dealing with that Achilles injury, like, he was, just, he was just garbage. Like, he was just, he was just coming off the bench and stuff. You know, now with this time off, well, it's been like what three months going on to like almost four months. Like, this only helps out the Sixers. I mean, dude, Ben Simmons had nerve issues with his back injury. You know, Embiid was injured. Like, everyone was injured and they were playing like crap. So, like, sometimes, like, you just need like a little reset to like say, oh, you know what? Forget what happened before. We're moving on. And right now, we'll just try to make it like a championship run. Like, like dude, the Sixers have so much talent. Like, they're just, just pretty top-heavy. They need shooters. I'm just sad that, you know, like, you know, Vince Carter, he could have just got bought out. He probably could have went to the Sixers for some veteran leadership. Like, dude, like, I don't know what's up with the locker room for the Sixers. But it's, it seems like it's a loss. And the coaching staff doesn't really have control of the team and frankly I think they just zone out you know Brett Brown like Brett Brown should have been let go like a long time ago but 
you know, it is what it is. Like he, this is his final chance. I think. I mean, there's no way he's coming back. And Elton Brand, I don't understand the signings of Al Horford, but you know, it is what it is. Now, you know, their first round, they would have played against the Celtics. That would have been a tough series. They probably would have gotten beaten by the Celtics. But, you know, in a way, Embiid was getting, you know, struggling against Al Horford, and Al Horford is now in the sixth year. So, I mean, who knows what will happen. Maybe Embiid actually goes off against the Celtics this time. But now they're going to play against the Heat. In my opinion, this, this is one thing in a – I think the Sixers move up is a foregone conclusion, you know. With Victor Oladipo out with the Pacers, I think the Pacers drop too. And instead of, you know, the fifth seed being Pacers, it'll be the Sixers. And they'll be the Sixers versus the Heat. Now, you know, with that matchup, uh, I'll take the Heat. uh, Not the Heat. I'll take the Sixers over the Heat because the problem with Miami is that, like, people think, that because you know they beat the Bucks two times, like oh they're like super good and underrated and stuff. I, in my opinion, they're overachieving a lot with their rookies and stuff. Like Jimmy Butler hasn't played as um, let's see, how should I say this? He hasn't played to the standard of previous seasons because he has like a new role where he's more of a ball handling small forward instead of like a scoring small forward. He's playing uh. Ruining the offense, setting a lot of people up, you know, with the with the rise of you know Bam Adebayo, who's all star. You know his role is lessened, and you know, a lot of the scoring is coming from a bunch of random people, like you know Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Harrow, uh, Duncan Robinson. Like it's, it's more, it's a super balanced, you know, offensive system, but at the same time, like. These guys are rookies, like they're overachieving right now, like in a way where, where like you're not expecting them to consistently bring out this kind of output to the playoffs. Like, you know, it's not really expected. Like, like I think like there was a certain portion where they were hitting the rookie wall during their season two. And, you know, with Corona happening, kind of helps them do like a little re- soft reset as well. And, you know, I got to say, you know, in a seven-game series, I'm taking the Sixers. Like, dude, I'm, I'm taking Sixers. And let's see. I'll take Sixers and six. Um, yeah, I just feel like, um, you know, Miami's running off based off overachieving. They're, they're going to fall off to – you know, normalize their performance. Like, you know, well, Tyler Harrell's averaging like what? He was putting like 16 points. You know, Kendrick Nunn was putting like 15 points. Duncan Robinson was like leading the league in like threes from the power four position or something like that. Like, he was shooting like, I don't know how he was shooting, but he was like shooting the most attempts. He was, he was actually like 40 something percent from three. I think it was 40%. It was like, it was a very relatively high number. I think once the postseason comes, Sixers play like they play really slow, and they've been doing that stuff like all season long. Like you know, playoffs is when 
things slow down and this is the perfect time for the Sixers to pick it up. Like, like I think Sixers got too much talent over the, te- the Heat and based off of talent, they're going to they're gonna beat them. Like, I think, you know, Embiid overtakes Adebayo, even though Adebayo is a pretty good defender. I mean, who's, who's checking Ben Simmons, you know, Jimmy Butler is and who's checking, you know, Tobias Harris, like, they have all the talent in the world to be now figuratively, you know, the Sixers can also implode. Like they can just get beaten by like they can also get beaten six too. Like, but I feel like it's unlikely for the Heat to continue their their shooting, you know, streaks and their offensive output. Like this team, Jimmy has been kind of like struggling in a way in offense, but you know, he's been doing a little bit more. So I mean, who knows? He might, you know, turn it up in the playoffs and become, you know, the Jimmy that, you know, from previous seasons where he was taking up the offensive output. But I just feel like, you know, the six would be too much with them. You know, with the addition of Shake Milton now and like other people. We about to shake in this bitch. Floss the flake in the wrist. What? I ain't going live. I'm about to shake the room. Kind of alleviate a little bit of the shooting. Um, woes of the Sixers, like, I think the Sixers got it. Now, if they can heat up, if they can take this, you know, first playoff series and, you know, against the Heat, their next series probably against the, what, the Bucks and whatnot. Um, I think that's, that's a series going seven, but before I make the decision, I gotta see how the Sixers play. I mean, I feel like there's like a love and hate relationship for me and the Sixers, like, dude, I'm not even a Sixers fan, but I can see there's just so much talent on this team that, dude, like, come on, like, you just need a more competent coach to, you know, help alleviate some of the the, the problems with the Sixers. Because, dude, when I see the Sixers offense, it's just like, it's pretty boring. It's pretty slow. It's a lot of isolation play. I mean, it's just like a lot of back and forth. Like, Ben Simmons, like, his assist is like, that I see it's just him driving it up, doing a little handoff and like doing a little screen on the handoff. Uh, and then it was like a tempo three. And that, that's just, that's just like poor, poor uncreative de- like offense, like compared to what, compared to what, you know, you've seen previously with the Sixers. And when it was just Ben Simmons and then beating just a bunch of shooters surrounding them, like, like stuff like that. It's just unimaginative, but you know, coach is on his last legs right now. And he should have been fired last season because this is because this is a new season where they were uh what's it called? They're going for, you know, a contending run and they've just been a disappointment the whole season. So for them to keep him, I don't know what's going on, but I think he's gonna get fired next season. But you know, it is what it is. Hmm. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, players uh, seem like well, not a lot of players are actually getting coronavirus. I think it was like a couple, a handful of people getting coronavirus. You know, in a way, isn't it better for them to get coronavirus now? And then once they get 
cured of the coronavirus. They'll have the antibodies to fight it. So now once they go into the bubble without any coronavirus, they can, uh, they'll be, what's it called? Safe from like getting coronavirus again? I mean, isn't that the logic? I mean, you know, with Jokic getting coronavirus, you know, Landry Sham getting coronavirus. It's not going to stop there. I think I think players are going to get coronavirus. And then they're just going to do their two-week isolation and then just come back play again. Like, I mean, I'm not too... I don't really... Uh, what's it called? Know the... Uh, what's it? The uh, what's it called? Uh, the effects on a super athlete like the NBA players because they're all super athletes, they get all the best, you know, medical attention, and whatnot. So, once they get coronavirus two weeks, like, like how's it gonna affect their conditioning? How's it gonna affect uh, their, their fitness overall? Like, I've seen pictures where, you know, certain people supposedly were like super jacked up. And then once they got Corona, they, uh, they just had all their muscle mass taken away. And that could be deceiving. A lot of these pictures are probably deceiving. Like who knows, maybe the pictures that they took, they were just flexed up, you know, they got a pump and whatnot. And after, you know, getting coronavirus and where you can't work after two weeks, like, you know, they look a little bit deflated. Like it could be deceiving of that sort. So we don't know what happens when super athletes, you know, play after getting cured of coronavirus. Like, like you see, like Yogesh's, uh, what's it called? You know, weight loss. Like, I mean, is that really due to coronavirus, or is that due to um, due to having no access to the gym and? You know, with you know restaurants being closed, like this dude's not eating as much junk food. Like, like who knows? Like, what's going on, with Jokic? But like, this is gonna be a big issue. You know, going into the NBA, and there's a lot of this gonna be wait and see. Like, you know, Pelicans, one Pelicans has it, and you know, the NBA is trying to market you know Zion Williamson to the you know the new audience right now. They're trying to put him like. They're trying to just plaster him everywhere. So people are like, oh, here's the next superstar after LeBron James. It's Zion Williamson. They put him in a 2K cover. Dude only played 19 games, and he's already on the cover of, like, NBA 2K. Like, he'll be on the cover for PS5, which is crazy. You know, if you think about it, like, I mean, I get the whole premise, you know, you know the pass. Damian Lillard, or no, wait, the current generation, which is Damian Lillard, PS4, the future generation, PS5 is Zion Williamson. And then, you know, got the Kobe Bryant edition, which is the past. Like, you know, I get all that premise and stuff, but still, like, it's kind of crazy, you know, like, dude, they're just marketing this dude everywhere, just trying to plant the seeds of, you know, Zion Williamson. But, you know, with all that marketing Zion Williamson's going to get, like, dude, it's going to breed a lot of hate. Because, you know, once those seeds are planted, we're like, dude, like, I see this guy everywhere. Like, he hasn't really done much. Like, like why why is he getting all this, you know, attention 
for just 19 games. That will breed a lot of haters, too. Like, it'll bring all fans in, but a lot of haters in. Maybe that's the goal of the NBA, just to bring as much people in as possible for, you know, future generations. But, you know, it's only a matter of time, I think, before like, more people get coronavirus, before they go into that bubble. Like, I mean, a lot of, like, the stuff is going to be a big issue. Now, whether or not it's going to affect all the play or, you know, players going to be feeling unsafe. Let's say, like, if Landry Shamit, you know, he gets cured of coronavirus and he'll play against, I don't know, he'll play against, let's just say, hypothetically, like, the, the Pelicans, right? He's guarding Zion Williamson. And, you know, people are going to be fearful, like, oh, like, even though he's cured, of coronavirus, like, you know, what will happen with Zion Wilson if, you know, they touch him? There's going to be a lot of weird issues with the NBA, so. Man, it's, uh, sucks, but a lot of people want to have the NBA season canceled. No. That ain't going to happen. Like, I just feel like, you know, it's too much money to be made right now because everybody has nothing to watch, so. This is the most, this is the maximizing output of profit for the NBA. So it is what it is for right now. But it's going to be interesting to see, like, what people actually think. You know, whoever wins the championship this year, it's going to be asterisk. Like, who knows? Like, we haven't really seen these guys play in, like, a long time. So overall... I still say no, there shouldn't be an asterisk, but you know, some people say otherwise. And I think that should do it. Um, I mean, other than that, like, dude, nothing too dramatic. Unless it's like stuff unrelated to basketball. I mean, dude, I mean, you got a bunch of like Smash players, like all these professional gaming places. Coming out of, you know, scandal after scandal. That shit's interesting to me, but. Yeah. I mean, other than July 4th happening, there's not too much fireworks, you know, in my neighborhood this year. Things because of coronavirus and stuff. Like, dude, like, don't shoot stuff. Don't hang out with each other. Which sucks, but. You know, Wells, man. You know, this year has been pretty bad. It's been pretty boring. You know, just locked up. They're using prison in your house. Who knows what's going on there nowadays. But who's uh, still out there? Y'all stay safe. You know, I'll see y'all later. Peace out.